You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I am on with you today, continuing our revival series, talking about the keys to revival that we can find in Psalm 119. And we started out in in the very beginning of the book. We read about eight verses each time we gather on the podcast. So we've talked about that understanding that we're truly happy with God when we walk in the light of His Word, that walking in the light of His Word and obedience is a key to revival. And then we talked about true joy, joy being a key to revival. And then we talked about abundance being a key to revival. And then we talked about the Word particularly being a key to revival. And then last week we talked about understanding God's ways and trusting in the Lord as keys to revival as well as comfort. And then yesterday we talked about devotion as a key to revival, about how when we find our satisfaction in the Lord and that He is all our need and we determine our hearts, we set our hearts on Him and seeking out His favor and the promises that He's given us according to His grace. And when we go, we don't wander off far because we come right back to Him because obedience to Him and understanding and following His light in our lives helps us overcome and helps us to see His tender love and His care everywhere. And so today we're going to read the next portion. We read about eight verses each time we meet on the podcast. And today we're going to read uh, Psalm 119.65 through 72. And we're going to talk about the true treasure that is God's finding God through His Word, through its obedience to His Word. And so... In your true treasure, it is. Uh, it begins when, in Psalm 65. We are reading from the Passion Translation, so keep that in mind if it reads differently. But get your own favorite Bible that you love to read and open it up. Write your notes there in the pages of Scripture or keep a journal that you can keep your notes in if you're, if you're not okay with writing in your Bible. And we're going to start in Psalm 119, verse 65. Your extravagant kindness to me makes me want to follow your words even more. Teach me how to make good decisions and give me revelation light, for I believe in your commands. Before I was humbled, I used to always wander astray, but now I see the wisdom of your words. Everything you do is beautiful, flowing from your goodness. Teach me the power of your wonderful words. Now catch this. He begins by saying, your extravagant kindness to me makes me want to follow your words even more. When we recognize the kindness, the goodness, the love and tender care of God, it makes us want to follow him even more, to be like him even more. It says, teach me how to make good decisions and give me revelation light, for I believe in your commands. Give me revelation about your commands. Help me to understand how they apply to me. Remember what I said when we started a few weeks ago 
in Psalm 119 that I had trouble reading these passages of Scripture because I couldn't see myself in them. But now I'm seeing what God wanted to show me. And part of that is that He is alive and revealing things to me as I read. Before I was humbled, I used to always wander astray. Do you understand this? That humility will keep you close to God because it makes you dependent on Him. But before you're humbled, you wander off in your own direction all the time. Like I said yesterday or Tuesday, uh, in our last episode, I have a friend and she sent me an offer that's amazing. It would be hard to refuse except for I heard a no from God. And in my humility, I had to say, this is not the right season for me to do this. So I'm not going to do it. But now I see the wisdom of your words. See, when we're humble, we're completely dependent on him. We, we don't get far away from him. And we see the wisdom in his words. We see the beauty in what he's doing and how all that is beautiful flows from his goodness. And there's beauty bound up in everything he does. And then he will teach us the power of his wonderful words. Did you know his words are wonderful? They're not threatening. They're not scary. But they're beautiful in every way beautiful in every way. Now listen to this. What happens next? Verse 69. Proud boasters make up lies about me because I'm passionate to follow all that you say. You see, the mockers are going to come. We've read a little bit about the mockers and the scorners and the people who speak against us before in Psalm 119, but they're going to come. They're going to be proud and boastful and think they have it all figured out. And think your passion is a little too much for them. But I want to be passionate about following all that God says. How about you? That means that we may have to put up with some people saying things about us that aren't true. Speaking against us. Boasting against us even. I see it a lot in the church today, the universal church, especially in social media where everybody seems to have a bully platform, a bully pulpit, we used to call it, but now it's a bully platform where everybody's calling heretic and everybody is crying foul and everybody seems to be taking up one cause or another and speaking openly by name against other believers because we got to root out the false prophets and we've got to, to make sure there's no false teaching going on. And we got to make sure because we don't trust the Holy Spirit and in individuals for them to know. So we got to call them out publicly and make sure everybody knows that we believe they're a false teacher, that they're a heretic, that they're dangerous. Most of those people that I hear those things about are people that I have sat under their teaching. And while I may not agree with everything, I may not agree with everything, I know them to be true lovers of Jesus. Sold out 100% that He is the Son of God, that He died for the salvation of humankind, and that He teaches a gospel that is based on the kingdom He taught about. And he empowered his apostles and disciples to go out and make 
disciples. And then he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the body for the work of ministry. But see, these proud boasters, it tells us in verse 70, their hearts are dull and void of feelings. They're they're legalists. But I find my true treasure in your truth. When we have doubts about what's being spoken out there, when the boasters are challenging, when the people are, are defiantly calling heretic, the way we reorient our hearts back to God is go back to his word. This is why his word is such a pivotal key to revival. Bethmar often says, you cannot know him out here in the clouds if you don't know him through the scriptures. And I believe that's true. Verse 71, the punishment you brought me through was the best thing that could have happened to me, for it taught me your ways. Did you know that God will chastise you? He will bring you through seasons where you're, you're being rebuked or punished or corrected for the things that you've done that are out of line with his will. But that's to bring you back to him, to teach you his ways, and you will count it all joy. You know, I didn't relish the desert season when I was in it. But I look back on it and I value it because I go, I know God has a plan for me. I know God has a purpose for me. And he loved me enough not to let me go my own way. But he drew me back to himself time and time again. And here we come to the final passage in today's reading. The words you speak to me are worth more than all the riches and wealth in the whole world. When we value God above everything else, and we value the relationship that has developed between us and God through His Scriptures and through the person of Jesus Christ who is called the Word of God, then we, do, we understand this key to revival that is all about making your treasure, your true treasure, God's purpose, God's plan, God's will in your life, your relationship with Him. When my true treasure is my relationship with God, I'm seeking first His righteousness, as Matthew 6, says, and all these things shall be added unto me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't have to worry after the wealth and the things of the world because God's going to take care of me. Because I can see, just like we said last time, his loving, t- love and tenderness and care everywhere. It's His extravagant kindness towards us that pours out favor, that pours out blessing, that helps us to make good decisions, that puts light in our path to keep us on the way that He commands us to go, that humbles us and brings wisdom to us, that shows us that everything He does is beautiful, even the hard seasons. And that they flow from His goodness. And they teach us the power of His wonderful words. You know, in the, in the Hebrew tradition, when they bring out the, the Torah in services where, where uh, the tradition is Jewish in nature, they all stand as the word is brought forth because they have a reverence 
for the word. And if you go back to Ezra chapters 8, 9, and 10, we see the people of Israel returning to Jerusalem for the first time in decades after they've been carried off into captivity. And Nehemiah and Ezra have spearheaded the spiritual and the physical restoration of the city of Jerusalem. And so the first time they gather for the reading of the word, the people stood for for almost the entire day and listen to the reading of the scriptures in a word in a language that most of them did not speak anymore because they'd been in captivity long enough that they no longer spoke the Hebrew language how many of us would stand all day to hear the reading of the word in a language we did not understand and receive it with joy and weeping Because we knew that God would speak to us in his words, no matter what language he's speaking in. I want to live like that. I want to believe like that. There's a whole world out there, 3.5 million people that are going to hell because the gospel hasn't reached them yet. I want to equip and empower people to go forth and do the work of ministry that God has called them to, specifically those who are called to reach those unreached people groups in our world today. But it starts with reading and devoting ourselves and understanding the treasure that we find in Him through the Scriptures and through the person of Jesus Christ who is His Word. So God, we just pray that you would make us vessels of your glory and that you would you would teach us to treasure you as the true treasures of our heart. That your revelation light would help us to, to not only believe in your commands, but teach us to make good decisions, that we would walk in your wisdom, your goodness, and we would see your beauty in everything that our lives touch. We thank you, Lord, that that you being our treasure is a key to revival. And we treasure up all of the things you are speaking to us, and we keep them and we ponder them in our heart, just as Mary did. And we ask you, Lord, to be faithful to your promises and make every promise true. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Don't forget, uh, we will be talking about in the month of July a prophetic conference. It's going to be online. So if you're not nearby, you're going to get to participate in an online prophetic conference. We don't have all the details sorted out just yet, but um, I'm going to be spending some time with my friend Michelle Terman, who hosts the Redeemed Rebel podcast on Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time right here on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. And we are going to... uh, to meet together and we are going to bring some prophetic testimony. We're going to bring some prophetic teaching and we're going to bring some equipping and some empowering in that. And so I say this to say, look for this opportunity in July. Wildflower Women is launching again at the end of next week, July first, Sunday, July 1st, I will be doing my first broadcast and inviting you to join us as Wildflower Women. If you don't know what Wildflower Women is, it's our leadership track for Blooming Inspired Network. So if you feel called specifically to the ministry of leadership and you feel like God has gifted you in the area of leadership, then this is the place for you. 
This is the place where we are going to cultivate all those things that have been stirring in your heart and asking God to breathe life on them and to bring them to fullness. At the end of the Wildflower Women tracks will be two paths. The first path is ordination, meaning that we will be ordaining. We need to become a 501c3 ministry, specifically a religious organization, in order for that to happen. But we will be ordaining people, and this will not be purely an online ordination. If you receive the ordination, we are going to invite you to come here to Texas. We are going to have a full-on laying on of hands service. You will be prayed over by um, the directors of our ministry. You will be a part of the Blooming Inspired Network. And the second pathway is commissioning. Uh, We will commission you to go out into the marketplace and to fulfill your calling on God's life. So if you are called to ministry, there will be ordination. If if you're called to... If you're called to the marketplace, we're going to commission you. And then... On top of all of that, if you have in your heart to launch a nonprofit, we will help you through that process as well. So I'm excited about Wildflower Women. I'm excited about this ministry opportunity that this is all about. I believe that it's all about discovering who Christ is in you and how He wants to express Himself through you encouraging you to discover not only what you're passionate about, but how to express that passion to the world around you. And then we're going to get into equipping you for your purpose and empowering you to walk in your calling. And so this is going to be a magnificent time with the Lord. And I'd like you to prayerfully consider if this is where God is leading you, join us in Wildflower Women Care in the next week or so. We're going to be doing daily encouragement posts, and there will be a website aspect, a membership-only aspect. That will be a paid feature of the program. You will, you will pay for the resources you get there, but it will be so, so worth it. Uh, and, and we're going to do things like examine your strengths, your core motivation, your, your personality, your spiritual giftings, uh, where you line up on that, that, that five-fold ministry gifting uh, scale, and, and just see what the Lord has for you. So be in prayer about that. If you're interested in hosting your own podcast on the Blooming Inspired Network, we're all about equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. I'd love to talk to you. You can reach out to us at bloominginspirednetwork.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bloominginspired. Um, there's contact links at both of those. You can DM us on Facebook or you can select the contact uh, form on the connection page. And with that said, I would like to remind you that blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your lives blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network by visiting bloominginspirednetwork.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the page.